Hello, you are now listening to the Stoke Hub podcast. Right, this is me post-podcast, but there is a bit of audio problem in the first half, so please just, you know, excuse it. It's just nothing on our end, just Skype being a bit being a bit useless. But yeah, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, up and welcome to the Stoke Hub podcast, finally. Myself and Jack aren't dead, due to popular belief. We're finally bringing the pod back. And we kick off the, the new episode with a bang. We're joined by the Bear Pit TV's very own Elliot Yates. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not bad, thanks. How are you? How are you? Uh, I'm I'm great, mate. How, how are you? I'm doing uh, self-isolation. You're doing all right? Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty much the same here. My exams have been cancelled as well, so... Oh, go on. Go on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mate, so... fluke it, don't <laughs> The last time we did one of these, I think, was the Preston away game, so, which we all want to forget as quick as possible, so we'll move on. But I'll... How does Jack and Elliot, how do you think the season has gone past the Preston game? And po- maybe post-Nathan Jones, we can talk a little bit about Nathan Jones, but just wondering what's your thoughts on that. Well, um, I, no, I go think on, Jack, sorry. It's, really, it's gone a lot better than, obviously, the start of the season, because that was catastrophic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and obviously, everything. Jones has gone as well. Under O'Neill, we've only looked better. Yeah. Um, I think the revival from James McLean, because he went from being like play that everyone went to for bad recruitment under Rower and under Jones, to now he's probably our best player. Or, well, him and Tyrese Campbell, who has also looked so much better under O'Neill. Yeah, 100%. Jack. It's happened with Joe Allen as well, James McLean and Joe Allen. They both were ten times the player they were. Yeah, under, under, uh, Nathan Jones, 100%. Yeah, it's just, um, it's just using them in the right way, isn't it? Jeff yeah, McLean's not a left-back. Joe Allen's not an attacking midfielder, you know? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, we, we, I think, yeah, the Preston game where we last left off, thank God we weren't here when we went back-to-back wins with Jones because... And we would have made the right taste of ourselves, to be fair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we beat Swansea and Fulham. I mean, oh. yeah. Uh, and then Nathan Jones is giving it the big and Yeah. But, yeah, I was at that game when he went over to the crowd and everything, and you could see yeah. that he was desperate to keep his job. But 100%. I, think, I think you mentioned those players like McLean and like Campbell and everything else. They were all played out of position. And that's all to do with his diamond situation and what he has in the diamond. The thing is, with the diamond, I quickly realised when I was watching it live, because I sit in the upper tier of the Franklin stands, we get a pretty good view of what's going on. Uh, mm. It relies so heavily on the fullbacks, and if you've got McLean yeah. there, he's fast, but he's not a fullback. He just got, we saw it at Leicester in pre-season, he just always got turned by the winger, and I think that was one of the problems. If you look at our goals that we conceded, every single one of them, like the majority were crosses into the box from that right-hand side. 
yeah, he's not good enough defensively. He's no, he's a I good he's a good tackler on the wing to get the ball back and then maybe start an attack, but you can't play him as a left back. He's just yeah. not got the defensive capabilities. Mm, like I was going to go on to that to be fair, playing him as a left back. I mean, what in his right mind saw that James McLean could play a left back? I, I don't know what went on there. But the diamond as well with T-Bar Valinden be, not being used to his capability. None of our wingers being used to capability because of the diamond. Mm. And I think since, you know, we we used wingers under O'Neill with 4-3-3, we, we look, you know, we're brilliant. We're scoring goals. We're not conceding as much. We're yeah. doing brilliantly. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we... um. Look at the, um, the players in that, like Tommins. Everyone slates Tommins, and um, I've, I've slated him a couple of times myself for not trying. But under O'Neill, he's looked a lot better. He was a number ten there. It was a number ten under Jones. So it's always just players out of position. I mean, the, but the only player that's probably out of position in this team now is probably probably Bruno Martins Indy. But even yeah. he's looked solid as a left back. Yeah, and. Uh... I think I think it is that pl- playing players out of position. We've utilised them now to the correct positions, and I I will admit, I, as most fans probably did, slate Joe Allen under Jones because yeah. even I'll admit he was terrible under Jones. I I, I don't even know, but under O'Neill, he has been he's been out with this world yeah. and gutted what what happened at near enough the stroke of half time against Hull. I don't know how long he's out for. It should have been the Euro as well. It's been postponed now because of the um, because of the virus. So, yeah, it's, the C word, yeah, yeah, the C word, which we're not going to include because I think everyone's a bit sick of hearing it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it, yeah. I think he's, so. Yeah, he's he's been that captain we needed when Shawcross went. I reckon he's been that player that we needed when Shawcross got injured. Yeah, to be to take over as the captain. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen with Shawcross now. Hopefully, at the end of this stint, where however long we're not going to play football for, he'll he'll return. And he was on the bench for Hull when the, we that mm. brilliant win five one, at home, yeah. which was a massive lift in morality. Before we obviously we um, the season got postponed until whenever I think it was like yeah, what was it April the. It was, it's meant to be April or something, but yeah. I think it'll, it'll extend further, I reckon. So Yeah, which is very unfortunate because as soon as we start picking up form, something always has to happen. Yeah. 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 But, like we always yeah. pick up form before international break, for example. Yeah, and then after now, we, we go back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> normal stuff. I remember, I think, yeah, it's always with the internationals, though. We got a bit unlucky with them. I remember there was, all, there was a time we had um, international break. Jack Butland got injured. Yeah. Joe Allen got injured or something like this. And yeah. We've had a, we've been a bit unlucky with international breaks as well. So something has to uh, happen. So, yeah, but well, to be fair, in that in that international break where uh, Butland got injured, Grant wasn't bad. Lee Grant wasn't half bad. Yeah, you. but he was he, he wasn't he the first. There, he? he wasn't the first goalkeeper that came in though. Well, no. I, I was because I was a mascot for the Swansea game. Oh, you got that Jake was after Ford, that was. Didn't you? Yeah, I got Jakob Horgard. Probably the worst goalkeeper to ever exist. <laughs> I remember when he went on loan to Wigan and he saved the penalty and everyone thought he was like, I could kiss the ass. Yeah. 
And then, <laughs> yeah. and then it went back to being shit and we relegated Wigan because they, they had to pay us every time he didn't play. Yeah, he was <laughs> terrible. And there was Shea Given as well, which uh, no oh, respect to Shea Given. But... I, won't, I won't forget that penalty against Everton, Everton. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Where it hit the post and then he pretty much just punched it into his own net. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a, he's a bit he's a bit past it now, hence why he's retired. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, so we'll go on to Michael O'Neill, and we'll start from his first game away at Barnsley, going on to the most recent result against Hull. How would you, you know, how would you speak about how he's done so far? I think he's done really well. Obviously, with the um, we took over a squad that's low on confidence, and he's made this a side that's high on confidence. And even the players that aren't playing are still high on confidence. For instance, Nathan Collins. If you look at his, um, the Barnsley one in particular, that was a massive boost for everyone and just what we needed when you sack a manager and then bring someone in. It's the first time you scored three goals in 89 games, which is an appalling stat and one that we've managed to assort, one that we managed to sort out very quickly under his tenure. Uh, the way we were, we changed, we ditched the diamond formation, which was the main thing. Like McLean was playing this position, Ince was it Ince? Yeah, Ince was playing this position. Klukas was playing as a more free role. Um, I mean, Butland didn't have the greatest of confidence, but he's not going to just get confidence overnight, is he? Yeah. Just, he needs to um, get that back, and he's got that back recently, from what I've seen on, under him and O'Neill. So I think he's done a really good job in actually picking stuff where Jones wasn't as effective as, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think uh, Michael O'Neill is a lot better at regaining the players' confidence because after that Barnsley win, we went on another win at Wigan at home and then we, I think we lost three in a row or some, some, something stupid like that. So the honeymoon <laughs> period obviously ended and then we played Luton and we, we smashed them, which, let's be real, it isn't very hard to smash Luton. But... You know, it's just, it's just things like that. It's just Michael O'Neill. He he, um, he injects the the amount of confidence that they want in in the squad because it was not going to go down now. And well, I think that shows how good a manager he is. Yeah, I I'm very I, I say confident. Before the oh, when was it? We had two games in a row. Uh, before no, it was before the Cardiff game. I. I think I went on Love Sport. It was I said that we'd definitely get relegated because we didn't have a leader like Ryan Shawcross, and look what happened then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can never, we can never be too uh, too sure that we're going up or down. But it looks like the season may be voided. I, re- I, I doubt it. I really doubt it. Mm. But if it did happen, it's a miracle for us because we can just restart, can't we? Because yeah, I think I, I think I read a start that was if the season started from twenty twenty we'd be second or something something stupid like yeah. that. Yeah, but it just, it just shows how much of a difference O'Neill's made compared to Nathan Jones. So. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was a massive, massive risk as well, I think, getting O'Neill in the job because of his um, experience at club level wasn't great. I think yeah. if you look at him at Ireland, I looked at him, for a, I looked at him when, we, when, we, when we hired him and I thought, well, what's he about? Because I, I watched Northern Ireland in the Euros, but other than that, I didn't really know anything about him. I read somewhere that Johnny Evans like really praised him highly as a manager, and he's worked with Sir Alex Ferguson, so that tells you he knows when mm. to see a good manager. Um, yeah. What else was there? There was um, the club. Actually, I mentioned his club experience. 
he took this um, Irish club he was managing. Was, I don't know what it's called. I think something like Limerick or something. But he took them and got them in the Europa League. So he shows that he can actually get the best out of these certain players of all abilities. Yeah, I, f- I think it was Sh- Sham Shamrock Rovers, wasn't it, or Brechin? Oh, I don't know. It was one. It's one of the there. two. Yeah, but he yeah, it, he got them to to the Europa League, and it just it just shows that you know O'Neill is that type of manager that can, as I say, put the confidence back into players. And even I'll admit when we when we signed him on, I was like, you know, who else were we linked with? We were linked with a bay of managers. I can't remember the name. Alex yeah. Neil. We're, Alex Neil. We really wanted Alex Neil. <laughs> yeah, and, and then. It, Talk sport sort of ruined that. Yeah, talk sport. We, we, us at Stoke, we're not very fond of, of talk sport. Don't know if we can say that, but you know, just throw that out there. And we are anti talk sport. Yeah, not very, (laughs) not very friendly with talk sport, but because we nearly got a fine, didn't we? Oh (laughs) yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, because of talk sport. So that was great. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but. It kind of came back to bite us in the arse, to be fair, because that result against Preston when, uh, you know, when it kicked off, um, we lost. Mm. But, you know, I think that was when Maka got injured, wasn't it? No, and Valinden upon all four. Yeah, Valinden as well. So, yeah, yeah Preston are just big shit houses. <laughs> That's <laughs> one way to put it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah I think... I do, I do think that you know outside elements of, of football like, like that. You know, obviously we could have got dock points, and that would have, well, not dock points potentially, but a fine as well. It would have really lowered the confidence. But I still think even if we did get dock points, because there's talk of Birmingham getting it. I don't know if that was denied or what have you, but they're still team, under investigation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. teams docking points really could help us, but we can't rely on. Teams, we need to, as O'Neill says in every co- press conference, we can only look at ourselves, can't we? So, yeah, yeah. that's because the championship's so unpredictable. It's, you it know, is. we had, um, yeah, we've had because the thing is about the championship, I say this to my mates, all my mates are, um, sort of Liverpool, Man United, mm. and they're, they're glory hunters, and they're, they're, they'll happily admit that. But, um, the thing is, the championship, I said it, it's the best league in the world in terms of entertainment because anyone can beat anyone. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's what I was saying with O'Neill. We just need to focus on ourselves, and we should be okay. Yeah, and um, the championship being the best, the best entertainment-wise league in the world can be a bit annoying sometimes because you get the results that not go your way. Like for example, Wigan yeah. keep on winning, which we aren't. You know, we aren't very fond of because talking about Wigan, actually, I was meant to go to Wigan away this weekend. But, oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was meant to go to Reading away, and that was the first one that got um, postponed. Oh, well, they they bring fans like they're playing behind closed doors anyway, so I don't know why they <laughs> didn't do that. They do as well. Yeah, I went to it's the a... um, what's it? My mate's a West Brom fan. I went to the um, Albion Wigan game, and I was literally like I was a West Brom fan because I just did not want them to win. Yeah, and they only took a they only took the and the family of five went wild in the away end as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! But the talking about the teams in the bottom three right now, um, it's Barnsley, Luton. You have to tell me, lads. Barnsley, Luton, and is it Charlton? Charlton is it? Yeah, yeah Charlton. Charlton. Things aren't going very well for Charlton at the moment either. So 
it's just element elements of other teams that really could help us. Um, mm. I I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of this season, but we we really need to build on next season. And it brings me to my next question: what do you, what do you reckon our goals are for next season, and what what do you reckon we'll do under O'Neill? Uh, I I'd say positive goal difference, and that's mm. been a target that I've wanted since been in the prem. Mm. I'm, I'm, <laughs> We, I don't think we finished on positive goal difference for about 20 years or something like that. It just, I, it would be really helpful just to prove that we can score more goals than we concede. Because that's yeah. one step to getting, you know, top half finish, playoffs, autos, champions, you know. Well, that has been up yeah. recently, the, go- the goals being scored at, you know, at the opposition's end, finally. Or- because we we saw we saw brilliant results this year. The five two against Huddersfield, the five one against, it, you know what I mean. It's the, the yeah. results all scored. The only really improved. the only one I can think of that we didn't concede though is three nil against Luton. Yeah. So I think we need yeah. to stop stop conceding silly think, goals. Like, yeah, the West Brom. Like, yeah, the West like the corner goals. Like the corner goals, for example, they are silly goals that you should be. <laughs> should be defending, and the um, Hull's goal that was just really poor defending from the entire back four. Yeah, mm. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we have shown that we can do it. I remember we were at West Brom away and we defended for our lives. As soon as we scored, we defended for our lives the whole game. So we can yeah. do it. It's just whether we can actually, when we need to actually switch it on and off is the question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, that game against West Brom really reminded me of the old Stoke. It really oh, yeah. did. Just scoring <laughs> and sitting back for 90 minutes. Yeah. Four seconds back. It, it was brilliant. Like, it yeah. was brilliant. I think, I think now Ty Campbell signed that new contract. I think you, what you said about positive goal difference, that could be a realistic possibility because he, he is that sort of 15-goaler striker that we've been looking at or we can develop him into that 15-goaler striker we've been looking to get since... When was the last time we had a 15 goal off season striker? You know, um, probably not I, even I in my life. I think I think we Liam want, Lawrence, yeah. Liam Lawrence got a 15 goals when we got promoted. Mm. It's not, how many did that, how many did Arnie get? In um, he got 12, I think, or something. But yeah, he got 12. Oh, Juve got 14 in his first season. Oh yeah. The yeah. thing is, it's that's the thing is, like I said, with Arnautovic and Lawrence, they're not really strikers. Whereas Campbell's that sort yeah. of out and out striker that we need yeah. to get that yeah. goal. Yeah, and talking about key players this season, we have to bring up Nick Powell, don't we? What a player oh, he's yeah. been! Brilliant. Ever, ever since, ever since O'Neill came in, though, that's the thing. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's completely transformed the entire squad. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's a bit ironic that Nathan Jones bought him as well. Well, not technically bought him; he was, he was on a free. But I saw, I was watching EFL on Quest the other night, and he was trying he, he was trying to take credit for for how good he is now. And I was oh, just yeah. thinking to myself, mm. what did he do under you? He did yeah, literally he did. nothing. Yeah, the only thing I can think that Nick Powell did under Nathan Jones was away at Leeds in the cup when he had a shot cleared off the line. That's also, I remember thing. him scoring in pre-season against Leicester, to be fair. What, that fluke of a cross? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
Yeah, I t- I was going mental to be fair because I didn't I didn't I thought it was an absolute world. But then looking at it back, it was such an obvious you, cross. I tell you um, what, you're looking at Nick Powell worldies. Have you have you seen his goal in the playoff final for yeah crew? for crew? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, exactly. Dan, isn't it? Insane. Oh he, my, it was mental. Was that, <laughs> I mean, wasn't that was that before United bought him? Or, yeah, because yeah, he was yeah, a crew but... then, and then he went from crew to United. But what's anyway, Ferguson, because Nick Powell was like the talk of the town in like Stoke for a little bit that year, because he was only 18 when he scored that goal. And mm. um, like Ferguson saw the talent in him, and obviously he's starting to like show that sort of talent with us now compared to with Nathan Jones. He, he was just too inconsistent. And then United were like, yeah, nah, sold him. Yeah, uh, Nick Powell, he really, he really has been brilliant for us, and uh, the whole team, the whole team's put on a shift. But the the youth players that we've well not so bought in, but we've we've introduced them to the first squad as as Elliot was saying before, Nathan Collins, he has been he's he's been brilliant. He has, and yeah. as T. Balv Linden as well, it's just really unfortunate that he's out for the season. And yeah, I mean. Even Edwards last year, you could say. Yeah, I went to Derby away. Not not a very good not a very good performance from anybody, but when Verlinden came on, he looked like the only player that was trying. Mm. Yeah, Verlinden Verlinden was he has been, he has been crucial, and I've watched some of the under twenty. I think it's the under twenty ones. He played he played in some of them, and he just he does make the yeah. difference. I've seen him in yeah, yeah. I saw him play for um, Bolton this year when he went on loan. Oh yeah, played at South End. They played South End in the league. It was like a massive relegation match, and man of the match by a country mile was Thibaut Verlinden. Like they and they got a massive ovation for it. Like they all love him there, but you could see like even in that loan spell, like you think this isn't a League One footballer. You know this is. At least a no. championship player, and I think he maybe had something under Jones where, with the diamond formation, he's not going to get into that side because he, you know, he's an out and out winger. He's not going to get into that. He's not going to fit in as a number ten. He's not going to fit in as a centre mid. He's not going to fit in as a striker. Okay, where can I get games? I just think the diamond did not suit that squad at all. Well, he yeah. played as a sort of inside winger at Bolton some games, and he was really good there. So I think that that could have. Been where the only position that he played in the diamond, but then we had we had two established strikers playing there already, in Gregory and Vokes at the time, so he wasn't going to get in. Yeah, and talking about youth products, we've we've missed this by I don't even know how many weeks, but all under 18s got to the final of the. I don't know what cup it was. PL Cup, I think it's called. Premier League Premier, Cup. Yeah, the Premier League Cup. Yeah, and we got we got hammered, but there's some, there's definitely yeah. some talents in there. Yeah. Mo Sanko being one of them. I yeah. wonder how yeah, sort of, I wonder how many of those city players are gonna realise not gonna get game time and then come to us. Hopefully quite a few. Because yeah. Hopefully um, lead the lap. Yeah, what oh, a player he is. He, he's insane. He is. He is, and I hope we I hope we sign him for our academy. To be fair, has he got a throw like his dad? I, no, I don't I, think he does actually. That that is 
that's, that's disappointing to be fair. I thought he would have just been throwing them in to like a Marmaduke Sadiba <laughs> regen and just headed it in. Back <laughs> but yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it, 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 we can say it was a good performance. We, we got armoured 6 0, but we're proud, obviously proud of them. Played, got, played well. Yeah, yeah. Like, shouldn't have been six now. No, not at no. all. And going from academy prospects to the current squad, we we haven't obviously. I say we haven't done one of these in ages. We'll talk about the three January transferring homes. So we bought in Tashan Oakley Booth, Jordan Thompson, yeah. and James Chester. What what are your thoughts on them so far? Um, Tashan Oakley Booth only made one appearance. Yeah, um, again. Coming on against Hull, he looked, he looked not there. He didn't look all there defensively, and he seemed to like the floor a lot. But going forward, the way he completely tore that whole defense up two or three times in forty-five minutes was absolutely incredible to watch. He he definitely has a lot of talent. He just needs to focus more on the defensive side of his game and. Staying on his feet because the yeah, referee caught on to that and stopped blowing fouls on him. Definitely, yeah. I, I saw loads of people on Twitter slating him. To be to be honest, I saw despite the result, there were so many people saying he, he's not ready yet, and we do forget he's is he eighteen or nineteen? He's eighteen, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah, same age as me. He's eighteen. <laughs> Madness. Yeah, he's eighteen, and that's probably his first game because he's he's only been playing Tottenham, Tottenham mm. reserve it's games. His, I think it's his first competitive senior game, which is um the thing I found with him was that uh, was he wasn't in it for twenty minutes. Then after that, he sort of came into the game a little bit. I saw the whole captain in particular noticed. He's a kid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bully him today. You know, I'm gonna ruin his special day, sort of thing. Which is yeah. the right thing to do as a captain. And he's one of the senior players. And I think he took that a little bit. And then once he actually got into the game, he made a really good challenge. And then I think that was sort of like the kick he needed to actually go get a confidence. And then he went on that run. And then he fake shots to um, set up Nick Powell second. And you could see, yeah, once now he's got that under his belt, he could be all good to go. And he could have been for Reading, but we don't know that, obviously. Yeah, he's definitely one for the future. He was definitely a future investment. But we'll we'll go on to James Chester now. This is a bit of a tricky one because um he he's been he's been all right. He hasn't played. I don't know how long he's not played for Villa for. He's I don't think he started for them in quite a bit. Well, he was injured. In the club. He was yeah, injured, and... and then we brought him in, so he hasn't really had the opportunity to play. No, but of no, Villa but, fans that I've spoken to, on, really yeah, most Villa fans that I'd spoken to on Twitter would say he's their second best centre back behind Tyrone Mings, which makes me wonder why they would let him go. Oh, but I mean that the mistake. I definitely criticised him because of that mistake against Luton away, because. Mm. He didn't. He didn't have a very good game, and no. I just I don't know because we've got quite quite a bit, you know, quite a lot of centre backs. Because is Liam Liam Lindsay still injured, or is is he? He yeah, didn't get in the there. squad for a bit, and then he yeah, recovered. Then didn't get in the squad for a bit. Yeah, but we've got we've got tons of centre backs that we can use, and mm. we're we're a bit overflow on them to be fair. But I don't know if we're gonna pay Mo his deal or if we're just gonna loan I him think- out again, but. 
I think we're going to turmo him because while well, he's out of contract in the summer, you know Villa haven't chosen to extend his contract, so it looks like probably going to loan him and then get him on a free in August. Yeah, which yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to. It's just the fact that we need to we need to get players out as quick as possible because we've got an overflowing dressing room as it seems. We've got fringe players who don't play, so they need yeah. to be cleared out. And I think. In the next transfer window, O'Neill will definitely do that. I can't see what players we need to bring in, though. Definitely a left back, because mm. that that situation has been ever since Eric Peters left. To be fair, it's just been, you know, we've not had a, a direct left back, but no. and that mm. needs to improve. But I, I just, just can't not... think of anyone that would come. To be fair, well, like, just not we're we're absolutely minted, so it's not so we can. Well, fi- financial <laughs> fair play is a bit. You know, oh yeah, but, but that's you. Know, we've got FFP problems over multiple seasons, so but yeah. Gen- yeah, I think yeah. if Brentford don't go up, we go to them and say we will pay you however much you want for Rico Henry. Yeah, that's I was just, I, no, mm. I was just, or even if, or even if Brentford do go up and then they say, well, we want a better left back who's in the Premiership. Well, can we have Rico Henry? You know, these will, well, depends if the virus yeah. comes in. Yeah, we were also linked with that French French left back, weren't we? I th- oh, Mendy. I can't think of his name. No, I think oh, yeah. Crosper Mendy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I think he he was like twenty two or twenty three. He's playing in the Norwegian league, but I think our recruitment has definitely been better because we're looking at players long term and not just bringing in panic signings like we have, yeah. you know, in the past. It felt it and, felt like every single one of Nathan Jones's signings was a panic sign. It didn't seem yeah, like there was any much, thought yeah. behind. Yeah, we Adam announced Davies, five. Of them I feel one day, so sorry for Adam Davies. Hmm. Yeah, I feel I'm gutted for Adam Davies, even though he did make that one mistake against Brentford in the cup. I feel devastated for him. <laughs> he came from probably because he he's so low on confidence because he hasn't played all year. Yeah, but no, but the thing <laughs> is, he won like the year last year, didn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, he was in the Barnes. league one. Team of the year for Barnsley last year in yeah, league. And he hasn't and... even got a game. Mm. It's mad. That either it says a madness. lot about Jack Butland or just or Federici in that respect, or it just yeah. says that he's either not good enough for the championship. Like, I mean, look at Barnsley. Yeah. Or there's an attitude the problem. Yeah, and I don't know what's with Federici as well. I really rate Federici. Federici's been been brilliant in every appearance he's played. Yeah, so he's a decent backup keeper. Button. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He's getting on. He's getting, he's getting on a bit as well, and I like and I do like that um, Joseph Bursic coming in. So I'd rather just um, send Feder- Federici out on a free next year and bring Bursic into the first team. Yeah, and then yeah. cut our losses with Adam Davies. We're not yeah. really making any losses. It's just wages because we got him on the free. Yeah, but, um, how many how many League One appearances has Bursic got so far? He's made every. You think he struggled for a bit with games and the. With their keeper, because I think they had a recognised first team keeper. Well, and then, and then injured. he came in. First six and came then in. he came in, but he's played ever since he's come in, basically. Oh, brilliant then. So, we've got. We've see got that free kick in the future? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I don't know why they put him on free <laughs> kicks. It wasn't, like it, wasn't, it, wasn't, wasn't it? it wasn't. It wasn't bad either. <laughs> it wasn't bad. <laughs> I swear it went into Rosie's. <laughs> I can't even remember. No, it's, well, it is Rosie at um, Accrington, so. Maybe yeah. quite small. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, we'll go we'll go on to the we'll go on to the final uh, January transfer, which is Jordan Thompson. We got him from we got mm. him from Blackpool. Uh, Aldrew assesses of uh, three months that he's that he's been playing so far. I I, I really really like him. Really yeah. like him to be fair. He's been brilliant. I think when McLean went out, we started to see sort of the best in him because um, when McLean went out, he cleared at the left against QPR, and I thought not not really too sure about him here. And then um, we played the week after. I think was it, is it was it a whole match or was it Cardiff. something else? Or, or was it Cardiff? Yeah, mm, but he played yeah. really, but he did play really well, and he's been playing well like, ever since he's come into the team. So it just shows we've got so many midfield options we can choose from, and as well as that, he is like like I said, I do like him, and he could actually find his way into the first team depending how long Joe Allen's injury is as well. Yeah, and. Well, Joe I think Allen's gone. It is. The only time I've thought Jordan Thompson's had a bad game was that QPR game. And that's because it was first time in a new role and he yeah. was out on the wing. He evidently yeah. can't play on the wing. That's why we put Powell out there. And Powell yeah. has been like how Mark Arnautovic played. With yeah. a lot of players. Mm. Different players, tall. but yeah, he's same quite, impact. He's quite physical. He's, he's very deceptive. Yeah, there is a comparison, and Powell... Obviously, he's nowhere near as good as, as, good as Marco Arnautovic was. Um, no, ob- no, obviously not. Arnautovic. I can see I can see what you mean. I can definitely yeah, there's, see what you mean. there's similarities. Pa- mm. Powell being put on the left, though, he has, he has been brilliant in that role. He's really took, he's really took um, you know, focus to the role, and I think if, if O'Neill can see that players, you know, if if there's competition for them to play in that one position, they can, you know, we can maybe put them out wide if someone's injured or what have you, make them make them more confident in that certain position. I think that's that's a good thing that O'Neill can do if you know just in case we need it because it certainly shows that Powell's hundred percent improved on that left. I think we can yeah. all say, yeah, he has. He's been brilliant, but. I think you talking about basic before. We'll talk about another lad that's been on loan in League One. Yeah. Harry Sutor has been. <laughs> yes. He, 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 yes. He's got, Harry um, Sutor. Player been... of the month. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I put that post up for the uh, Bear Pit because like, I get the uh, Twitter feed coming from like certain journalists for the Bear Pit, and I saw that. Oh, and yeah. I was like, like wow, that like we have got a real player on our hands. It's not even just that he's. Being, he's played for Australia, and he's probably their best centre back for Australia. That's a country that could go to a World Cup. Uh, he's played, yeah. you know, he's played. He, was, he wants to play for Scott. Well, Scotland wanted him. Other countries wanted him to play for their either youth setups or their first team. He he just shows that he's high in demand. I think with him and Collins coming through, it'll be interesting to see the competition they make between them, or if even if we. You know, stick with Danny Bass. We've still got a lot of centre back options, and you said like the overflow of centre backs. If we get rid of some, then at least we've got those two to come in, so we're not wasting any money on a panic no. signing, as you might put it. No. Yeah, yeah, that de- definitely. But the Harry Suter and Nathan Collins, the, they are for the future. I, I don't know what we're going to do with Harry Suter next season because with that overflow of centre backs, like who would we sell? I, I, um, I don't. I I, th- I think we. Um... Well, we let we send Chester back. That's not, I think, that's this is what I think I should happen. That I think will, will happen. 
I think we send Chester back um, and we sell Lindsay. Would you sell Danny Bart? Because I've saw most Stoke fans. Um, well, I Danny Bart has been he's been inconsistent. Inconsist- yeah, he's not he's not really. I haven't really thought of a game where I haven't really thought of a run of games where Danny Bart's been really good. Mm. I can think of individual performances, and I think of games where he's been really bad. But I can't think of a run of game where he's been good or average. He's just he'll very... A... He's untrustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have a good game and then have a bad game. That's what I've seen from him. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I just... Those over, over squads and talking about, you know, squad deaths and things things like that. We, we've saw Imbula be released, which we've caught our losses with Imbula. And he's signed... Thank the for, heavens, yes. Yeah, thank the heavens. But he's... He's uh, Uzi Sa- is Sochi, isn't he? Sochi in Russia. Yeah, he's gone for Sochi. I yeah, hope he I enjoys think... the racial abuse. You know, <laughs> it's not it's not the That's nicest that, place yeah. in Russia. No, but he, you know, he can't, he kind of took the piss as well doing the Josh yeah. Tarman, <laughs> doing the Josh Tarman on his announcement. But you know, he he was he is one of those players that are inconsistent because I don't know. I think it was the Bournemouth game where he he scored, didn't he, against Bournemouth? Oh, yeah, great. I remember that when he yeah. scored when he scored against Bournemouth. I thought like we got a real player on our hands, and he was man of the match in his next game, and then he just stopped. Yeah, and, and, then, 18, and then we stopped, Hughes, which was the main thing. Eighteen million. Hughes tried to use him like we use in Zonzi, and he's not in Zonzi. No, he's far That's from why it. he stopped. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, I think if we had Imbula now under O'Neill, he'd be unstoppable. Yeah, but his attitude though, like, look, he went back to Stoke and O'Neill said he didn't even want him and he's never met him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's the attitude that's the problem and that's been with the squad throughout. It's why we got relegated in the first place. Yeah, and it it shows it with other players as well, like Kevin Vimmer. Yeah, it's not just like one individual player. It's like, oh, and Bula's the reason we got relegated. It's not just him. It's it's in Bula, it's Berahino, it's Vimmer. Morris yeah. Bowers apparently not had a good time at uh, Celtic because of attitude problems. So mm. even them, like Stavlidis, is a bit of a twat as well. So yeah, yeah they all think they're better than they are, which yeah. is really worrying when you think about the recruitment. Yeah, yeah, and our recruitment over the past few years has not been the best. And to think of it the other day, I only remembered this is this is how bad our recruitment is. I I only just remembered. Can you remember Kostas Stavlidis? Yeah, I completely yeah. forgot we had him. Well, he played one game and got injured. I forgot he existed, honestly. I don't know where he is now. Mm. I don't know if he's dead. I don't know what's going on, but... Is he in... It... Germany. He was linked to... Augsburg, I think he's... I think he's I think he's still in Germany, though. Yeah, he, you know, I, I, think I quite liked him as well, but despite only playing one game, but it, it does show our recruitment well, process and how awful it's been. Mm-hmm. And how it needs to improve. I mean, we have got it. We had it. We got it right under Pulis, and I think Pulis was a massive disciplinarian in that sort yeah. of department. If do you see? Do you uh, do you listen to um, Football Joe, Liquid Football, and Walt was? Yeah, 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 yeah. What he said was, um, like, listen to this. this. Is Tony Pulis? He will go through his list of players and say, I want him and I want him. Well, let's compare Jonathan Walters and someone else. John, is he a good lad? Yes. Is he this? The other one, is he a good lad? No. 
won't sign him, we'll sign John Walters. So he'll always pick a player based on the person he is, not just for the football ability he had. Hughes was a little bit of somebody who would always look at the highlight reels, like yeah. Jordan Shakiri. Like Jordan Shakiri is a massive sign and was brilliant for us, but he didn't see his injury record. And he didn't no. see like other stuff like that was going on with Vimmer. He just saw his okay, he's good next to um what's it, Jan Vertongen. Well Jan Vertongen's well, world class, so he just doesn't yeah, do his work for him. I think at at that moment in time when we signed Kevin Vimmer, I'll probably get slated for this, but I thought Jan Vertongen was the third best centre back in the world. Behind Gerard Piquet and Sergio Ramos. Mm. He's good, yeah. I don't think he's the third best. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin Vimmer just play, play players in that calibre. They have they've been the death of us, quite mm. you know speaking. But yeah, um, it's and it's no. I so say it's no coincidence that it all went wrong when we signed Imbula. So that was the first yeah. one because then we started losing four nil, four nil, four nil. Remember specifically, we took Bojan out of the team when he'd been scoring like excessive amount of goals. And I know, like I know Bojan because I speak to him sometimes, and he's not someone with a bad attitude. And no, you can see um, he brought him in, replaced him with um, Imbula, put Afalai further forward. We were always trying to build a team around him. It was never ever going to work. No, because he because he did because Imbula didn't want to go, want it to work. That's all. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I think Bo- Bojan is a t- is a brilliant. I I did love Bojan, and I'll mm. never forget Fuse playing him against Rochdale because <laughs> yeah. there was just no need, was there? There was really yeah. no need, but yeah, even when people did slate Bojan, I, 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 I wish him well at Montreal Impact under. It's is it Thierry Henry who's the manager now? Yeah, I think yeah. even the fans are taken to him as well. So yeah, I'm I am Bojan's biggest fan, and I'm always the first person to stick up for him because of the great times that he brought, and even mm. last season, you know, Rotherham away, that header in the in the last minute, it was incredible. Yeah. You know, I've it was... It. Um, and I, I don't know why people slate Bojan when he pretty much carried that team when either yeah. Shakiri or Arnautovic were out because of injury or whatever. Yeah. You know? He yeah. he always stepped up when we needed him to. Yeah, yeah. he was the main part of, um, of Stoke Alona, to be fair. Yeah. 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 I mean, at his best, it was literally Lionel Messi in a Stoke shirt. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He ba- yeah. Yeah. He basically he basically was. Um, so I don't know if it's all right with you lads, but do you want to go on to the Instagram questions? Yeah, right. sure. Let's do it. It's all right. Yeah. Right. So we will. We've already touched on this, but I'll go from Wong for a question from Joe Pierpoint on Instagram. He says next season's expectations. Mm, at least, at least top half, I'd say. Top half. What about you, Jock? Well, well, obviously I said earlier, positive goal difference. But um, obviously, positive goal difference usually means top half. Yeah. Unless you get an excessive amount of draws. So, um, I'd probably say expectations-wise, starting under O'Neill, I'd say top six. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah I'd, prob- I'd probably go to get the same, to be fair. We're aiming big next year, definitely. Right. I think I said um, top half based on this current squad, though. So, if we sign yeah. players, then probably top six. Yeah, but you think of it, though. We've, we've had a top squad for, for last year as well. And look where... Well, 
top squad on paper yeah. and look where we finished. So we've just got to yeah. take it bit game by game. And the yeah, great thing about O'Neill is I don't think he needs many signings because he he doesn't really have a set system like Jones did. Jones had the set system which was the diamond, and that always it always had to be the diamond. He didn't know any other system, but mm. O'Neill will work the best he can with what he's got, mm. which I think. Which I really admire about him, and I think yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that is that is a good aspect of him as a manager. Um, we will we'll go on to the second one by Luke Jago too, who says with the coronavirus, I shouldn't have said that, but we're <laughs> 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 trying, trying to keep that out. But it's a, Josh, you can just bleep it out; it's fine. Active in sports now, right now. Do you think after it's all over, sport, sports will be the same again? So basically, do you think sports will be the same after every after all of this? Well, I think so, because, well, there was the massive swine flu epidemic, and yeah. football was exactly the same after that. You know, there was, there's flu every single year. Football <laughs> is, the, is the same, is always the same. So I yeah. don't think football will change. I think it will just be longer until we see it again, which yeah. is what's yeah. expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 a decent answer. Um, yeah, I think. So I'm trying to think because what of these we've already covered. Um, right, here's a good one. Bradley Gibson, O five says, where do you see Stoke in the next five years? Mm, hopefully Premiership, but um, I don't know. I don't. I'm hopefully the Premiership. I don't really like to think like sort of too far forward because I did that with the relegation with that win before we got relegated. So someone said, "Where do you want to see Stoke in three years' time?" And um, in three years' time, it would have been when we got relegated. And I said, "In Europe." So, well, you know, yeah. Well, that would have been just after the 2014-15 season, wouldn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, after we beat Liverpool six-one, so it was looking up. And I think mm. if we had got Stephen and Zondi a new deal, we would have got into Europe. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. I think if we signed Victor Moses permanently, that would have been massive. For oh, us. yeah. That yeah. would have been Victor massive. Moses, what a player. What a player. He's an he's, he's he? Yeah, Inter. Yeah. He's, he's Inter. doing business. And Begovic is at Milan. Yeah, all of our former players are kicking it big in the Serie A. So, I love Begovic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... It's Harvey SCFC. We've had him on yes, here before. Legend. Yeah, absolute icon. He says, What are your thoughts on Match Day Rewind? I'm presuming he's on about the Twitter, the Stoke Twitter yeah. thing that did the other me day. And, with... Me and Harvey have already spoken about this in privately. Um, I didn't really like it in terms of it being the um, Huddersfield match in January. If they were to do it, I would have preferred something else like the um, Villa match in 08. But yeah, like, oh, I yeah. want to work for. I would I want to work for like in media like when I'm older like I said before I don't know if you guys know like I want to be a sports journalist when I'm older so if I ever get the chance to work with Stoke I probably would have done something different like as in like a goals of the day like a be, even best goals versus Wigan because we were, we were supposed to play Wigan that day weren't we Yeah I I've so, gone with the three two versus Villa as well because it's just such a classic match for Stoke fans mm. just like, incredible yeah, or this. Or the six-one versus Liverpool, or old matches that we'd love to yeah. re- revisit because we've already even got. Like not that in my, even not in my, my timeline, 
yeah. So even yeah. Not in my timeline, it could be like my dad's timeline, who's the seventies when we when we were brilliant. And won the League Cup, yeah. for example. Why yeah, exactly. Get a stream of that, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think on BBC Radio Stoke the other day they did the six, they did the six one against Liverpool. They replayed that, mm. which is which is quite good. Obviously, it's now, st- they, but... I think they are struggling because they have to get out content for the fans, and they just don't know what to put out. So I can sort of feel for them a little bit, but I do, wouldn't want it to be a sort of match that we already know what's going to happen. Like yeah. if it was in the eighties, and I'm like, oh well, I don't know this score, well, I'm not going to find out. I just want Stoke to win. So. Yeah, these like these sorts of things here. Like, I mean, even like remember the Steen match against um, United. Well, we none of us were alive for this, but I don't think. But uh, the Steen match against United, like yeah, that something like that. Like, I want to yeah, or even the game get, against get Mayo. a feel of what it's like to be in that sort of time in yeah. modern yeah. day. Yeah, definitely. I definitely. I'm, I just I like the idea of it because it sort of brings the buzz back to a Saturday. Especially it's, now, it, more than ever. It, it tries to, and it almost does it. Mm. But it, it's Got like it. it's like putting a plaster on a broken bone. Though. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It do, It tries its best, but it doesn't quite work. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I think that, that's how I like to put it anyway. Yeah. 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 I think it, it's a good analogy. Definitely. Yeah, I think as I put it, I think me and Harvey were talking about this. I think the word I, the thing I said was, um, it's quite, it was quite funny at first. I was going, like, oh, we're at the John Smith Stadium. Oh, we're not really. And then um, it was almost like a joke where it was repeated too many times, and it got less funny as it was being repeated too many times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and to be fair, our admin took it well as well. Our admin, our Twitter admin, has been, you know, definitely. I think they've hired the new admin because. They've been replying to everyone, so mm, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good that's a good part of it. Uh, we will we'll go on to Freddie Williams sixteen question saying best memory as a Stoke fan. So first we'll start off with Jack. Jack, what's your best memory as a Stoke fan? Oh, so I've got I've got a couple to be fair. Yeah. Um, walking out in front of everybody at the Britannia Stadium as a mascot was amazing. Wow. And it was oh, unfortunate yeah, about the result, though. It was, un- it was a 2 2. <laughs> and it had to be Jakob Hallgaard. <laughs> oh, that was Jack Butland. Because that was the best season he's ever had. That yeah. season. Yeah. Jack yeah. He that was England's number one for four months. He was. Or so, wasn't he? If that was Jack Butland, it would have been absolute definite. 100% yeah. my best moment. But it's my best moment has got to be. Um, when we beat Liverpool 6-1 and yeah. I went that was the only game I've been to that season because it was because we couldn't we couldn't it was just too busy it was the only game yeah. I went to and I'm so glad that we did and we got yeah. to say goodbye to an incredible football legend Wilson Palacios <laughs> <laughs> what, what a player Wilson Palacios was brilliant brilliant uh, so we'll go on to you Elise what about you Best moments. I've had a few. Um, my first game was massive for me because I think that was the moment where I found out like you could watch football live and everything. It was great and I was just obsessed with it. Um, yeah. I think uh, the FA Cup was massive for me. Like, I loved, like, I was just obsessed with that team and loved everything about them. And like, I felt like we were robbed by Man City a little bit because they were all about money and stuff. So mm. I just felt like they bought it, whereas we earned it. 
Like, I mean, I, cr- I mean, I cried. Like, honestly, I'm not even afraid to admit this. I, like, I cried when Jonathan Walter scored the fourth goal because, like, I, just, I knew we were through then. Oh, <laughs> you t- you're talking about with Bolton, yeah? Yeah, with Bolton when he scored yeah, the fourth yeah, goal. Yeah, that was a thunder of a strike. That was. And the first, you know, I've, I've just there's so many moments to pickle. I can't go. Yeah, that's the definite one. The only definite one it will be is like if um, if slash when we win a trophy, but yeah, just so yeah. many great moments. Yeah, I, I can't really. I put it into. I will go on. And I said the first. I say I could I always go back to when I was younger because I I think not that I enjoy football less, but like this is when I was starting to get into football. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I yeah. think when John Walters scored that goal against Chelsea where he turned David Luiz from the oh, halfway yeah. line and yeah. put um, John Terry and SCN on his on their asses. Like that was the first goal that made me go, Wow. So yeah. I think that was a good moment. Six one. You know, I've got a picture like in terms of player point of view, because you were saying like you went out with Jakob Hogard. Um you know I said I like talk to Bojan sometimes as well. Oh yeah. Like, as in, we sort of like go back and forth on Instagram and stuff. And um, he oh, said to me, um, he said to me, um, look, mate, I, I will give you like my signed shirt like for the next home match if you come there. And um, it was at Blackburn away. It was at Blackburn at home last season. Last season, and I've got it in my bedroom wall here, signed. Oh, that's, so that's a good moment there, like that's a personal brilliant. touch. Yeah, yeah. That Bojan is a class fella. He is. He's signed. Yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah. Mine I'd, I'd, probably be a bit limited, to be fair, the best moments, because I I got my season ticket in 2016 or 15, one of the two. Mm. But I think these are just one that strikes me, one of my first, mo- first moments, and I mentioned it on the YYY files, um, which, you know, should come out next week, a little cheeky plug. But, <laughs> yeah, um, probably... I don't know what season was. Can you remember when you scored that last-minute winner against West Ham? Oh, yeah. yeah so was, I was at that game. That was yeah, 2016. Yeah, 2015-16. Yeah, last yeah, I, yeah, that was one of the... That was our only corner goal that year. Yeah, that, yeah, that's just one of the moments that <laughs> yeah. I... That's one, probably one of the first times that I went... Do you remember in that game? Was it? Do you remember in that game when Charlie Adams took a shot from the halfway line that nearly went in? The whole crowd was like, come on! <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> We just started recreating on the Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it, uh, the obvious ones, the Liverpool 6-1, the Man City 2-0, which oh, was yes. brilliant. That's the best performance I've seen in a Stoke side like, ever. Yeah, yeah. There was some... And the United game, where we won yeah, 2-0. Yeah. yeah, I think it was 2-0, yeah. I think that's um, the yeah. first time I've ever gone into a match against United thinking we could win here. Yeah, because yeah. they, they were on really bad form and we were yeah, on really good form. We were on insane form, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, whenever I think about that result against United, also I think is that the result, like the the year after, do you remember when it was, was it the year after? Or it must have been, it might be a few years after, when Chupo Moting got a brace against them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I was on, I was on holiday during that and there was a, I was, and it was quite a remote part of Spain. And mm. I was surprised to see a Man United fan there. And I and I was in my Stoke shirt in this English tavern, watching mm. the game because they'd somehow gotten it. And 
I went absolutely mental, and this <laughs> and this United fan looks so miserable. That's what it's all about, though. That is what it all what it's all about. I had to go with my mum to be fair. For me, dad was on holiday this week, so I had to go with my mum. <laughs> I was on holiday when Jesse scored, and I went mental when we were trying to find our villa. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, absolutely. He's in brilliant. the country for about a day or so, wasn't he? And then, yeah. and then he scored and then did absolutely nothing. And then he started, you know, and then we all discovered that he had a rap career. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my he's God. the other one that's, yeah, he's the other one that's had the bad attitude, attitude as well, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, El- we'll go Elliot, on. Said, oh, Elliot said earlier about how his first game was a massive moment for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there was, it would probably have been up there for me. If it wasn't that nil nil versus Villa, the most boring match to ever exist. Yeah. What season Absolutely was that? Absolutely nothing. That was um, in 2011. It was on Boxing I, Day. I think, yeah, I think it was. All right. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, right. So, as I'm being instructed, we have to do one more question. And. <laughs> I'm thinking, should we do the one by Elliot or should we do the one by someone else? Hmm. I forgot you know what, what I've said. So we'll, we'll do we'll do Elliot's one. We'll do Elliot's one. Moment of the season. Just we'll, we'll take it by everyone. Elliot, because it's your question, you can go first. All right, I'll answer it myself. Um, I'll answer it myself. Um, I'm going to say, folks, last minute against uh, Sheffield. Yeah, against Wednesday. Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. I was going to say that because that's what caused me to get my half-season ticket this year. But because you yeah. said that, I'll say Juve versus Wigan. Yeah. We've had a few, so, though, that's the thing. So. Yeah, we've had, we've had quite, quite Hogan, a Hogan, Juve and Vokes is what I've counted so far. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what mine would be this season. Um, Clucas celebration, think... maybe. Yeah, cl- that, that was a good one, yeah. I'd, bought, I'd probably be one of the night. I think I think Swansea was definitely one of the good ones. Swansea away mm. was was definitely brilliant when Hogan scored. Just look, just look how good Hogan's yeah. doing now. He won, he won Championship Player of the Month. Like, yeah. you, know what I mean? you can say the same about yeah. Arnautovic and Afobi. Well, before he got injured, Afobi like they just leave Stoke and become better. Yeah, and yeah. It's, happened. it's happened with well, many players. Yeah, Swansea at home. As well, I'd say because just because of Clucas's celebration, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. A big shit also from from Sam Clucas there. But I think I think that's it. We yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up here, Elliot. Uh, thank you very much yeah. for coming on. We really appreciate it. We'll probably oh, see anytime, more of you. Mate, thank you. We'll probably yeah, yeah we we'll probably so. see more of you. But uh, yeah, we really appreciate that, mate. So. As oh, as the people know, they, they might have forgot it'll be on Acast, Spotify. It might be on SoundCloud. I'm not too sure. It'll be on iTunes. All all that good stuff. And um, yeah, thanks uh, thanks for listening. And see you later. Go on, Stoke. <laughs>